there. Do you love kindling conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. Easter. It's almost impossible to avoid your child eating copious amounts of chocolate, but is it possible to make sure that the eggs themselves are ethical? Kate Brown from Choice Australia has done the hard work for all of us, so she's in the studio to give us some guidance on choosing ethical Easter eggs. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hello. Do you guys still do the Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg hunt? <laughs> I think place? I'm going I'm to do an Easter egg from now on. Uh, I reckon that would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, Just get yeah. some Ugg boots and hide them oh, in the... Right. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. new pair of Ugg boots <laughs> instead of putting on the obligatory five kilos over five days. <laughs> we do still do the Easter egg hunt and it, it makes me laugh because my eldest is 10 now, uh, but she's just, she ain't saying anything. It's like no, she's no. just like, yeah, is the Easter bunny coming? Excellent. I, I would hold on to it as long as I could. And she, I think she's figured out it's sort of if you don't believe, you don't receive. So she's definitely. She's Can I just ask though, okay, here's my problem. When I was a kid, I didn't have Easter egg hunts, but we would wake up in the morning with an amazing chocolate egg at the end of our bed, which yes. was completely magical and I loved it. Mm. But now we do Easter egg hunts and you can't get out of it because the neighbours do it and you all do it together. Yeah. So I'm actually loading them up with twice the amount of chocolate. That you know is true. I mean? That is true. And I'm just thinking, we didn't do Easter egg hunts every year in my family. I would wake up a bit like Christmas with yes. a beautiful, magical egg. egg and a bunny or whatever at the foot of my bed. Yes. You've just dug up a memory. This is true. Uh, what are we going to do about it, Kate? <sighs> I tell you what, there were consequences last year because uh, we were camping and uh, my dearest eldest daughter, who is the believer, uh, did what has been forever known ever since as the chocolate vomit in <laughs> the tent. <gasps> camping. Oh, my God. Camping in the kind of place where there's not a lot of running water. Oh, my God. In the middle of the night. Oh. See, this so, is why I don't camp, Kate. <laughs> People try to convince me yeah. I need to do it. It's not happening. Well, I've just set you back about five years. I'm really sorry. That's all uh, right. Yeah, so I'm getting a little nervous about the whole chocolate thing this year. Okay. Probably. Now tell me, have you ever struggled whether to go Easter Bilby or Easter Bunny? Oh, look, I wanted to go Easter Bilby. I was right on it, even though the, the Easter Bilbies do look a little bit like a rat. Um <laughs> Here's the Easter rat. Um, I'm all for it because I love animals and I love the bilby. Um, they're not that easy to find, though. No, That's you're right. Trouble. Not everyone mm. makes them. Mm. You are listening to Kindling Conversation. I will get on to ethical Easter eggs. I just thought I had to ask Kate about her, how her family does Easter. So let's ask the basic question. How do you actually determine whether an, an Easter egg is actually ethical? What, what makes yes. an egg ethical? Yes. Look, um, you know, just a couple of stats, you know, we, we spend $3 billion a year on chocolate in Australia. <laughs> That's not just at Easter. Um, but 
It's been estimated that around 70% of the chocolate we consume comes from West Africa, where it's estimated that more than 2 million children and young people work as labourers. This is young people under the age of 18. 70%. They're pretty confronting stats, aren't they? Wow. Um, And I suspect a lot of people don't realise that's the kind of size of it. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, so um, I guess to, to set up my advice, it is it is a really good thing to do and it is important and it, it can make a difference. Um, when you're looking for ethical chocolate or ethical eggs, um, you've got to look, you can look for the logos. So it's pretty simple and there's a couple of certifications that we use in Australia. One is Rainforest Alliance. So you'll see that logo um, I think it has a little frog on it. Yeah. Um, that organisation says that, you know, they look very holistically. So their production is around helping conserve wildlife, um, safeguard soils, waterways, but also protect families, workers and the people that produce it. Fair Trade is another one to look for and they produce delicious chocolate. Um they will always carry a logo and you'll know that that's, um, you know, that they're paying um, sustainable prices and they're using um, workers that are of age. Another one you might see is the UTZ certified products. Um, again, um, this is another uh, another code that looks at how um, how the working conditions are um, and and sets guidelines for sustainable farming. So you will see these, um, you will see these labels around, um, but you do, you do have to kind of have a look they're not going to be on every product um and we have seen in the past Cadbury's introduced some ranges of certified chocolate but not others um so you know there are a few traps there for young players and also I noticed I think it was on your website that even though you have to check the labels it seemed that it's not it's not necessarily hard to find them like I I think Hmm. I noticed even Aldi has a range of chocolates that they uh, do yeah, yeah. Look, they they use the UTZ certified um, uh, accreditation, and even today I was in Woolworths, and um, there's a chocolatier, Australia's fair trade um, brand. They are all produced ethically. Um, Hague's chocolate, if you want to go a little bit more upmarket, I do like oh, their they chocolate are frogs. Such good chocolate, aren't they? <laughs> I bet they have eggs. Treat yourself. They will have eggs. They do. They? So then you do. can you might have to spend a little bit more, but it's delicious and you'll feel good. Um, yeah. And look, they're, they're another brand, uh, Divine, which is available through IGA and a couple of other places, um, is around. So they're definitely around. It's not super hard. Um, have a look in the supermarket, but just don't fall into the trap of assuming everything under a certain brand, for example, is is fair trade. They may have different lines, but it's, it's, it, and as I said, look, it's definitely worth investigating because it is such a big issue. Now, do you have any other ways that we might be ethically, environmentally conscious this Easter? Because I know that some charities might have alternatives to eggs. I don't know. Do you, have you seen anything like that? Yeah, look, someone mentioned like lovely little uh, fair trade toys that you can buy, which I thought was a gorgeous idea. Uh, and look, hey, anything to reduce the possibility of a chocolate vomit um, <laughs> is definitely a good thing. Um yeah, look, I'm, I remember being given a beautiful mug uh, one year as a child and I still have it. So oh, that's, that is you know, so cute. Mm, something years later. Um, <laughs> you know, so that, I mean, that's a great definition of sustainable. So, I mean, that's the thing. Think think outside the box, but a- again, mindfully, maybe not go for, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of this myself, plastic tat uh, that's scattered all through my house. Look for, look for something else that's kind of within the theme or, or, or fair trade produce. So if you go to stores like the Oxfam shop or the fair trade stores, often they have lots of lovely little, little bits and pieces like that. 
Brilliant. Kate, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. That's Kate Brown from Choice Australia. And if you'd like to check out a full list of what we were talking about then, we'll put a list up on our website and a link to Choice. Hey there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. (laughs) 